0: Shrink Think Podcast. I'm Erin,
1: And I'm Nathan, Emma both licensed professional counselors in Oregon, here to open up our lives and minds with you. We are your companion on the journey to grow your health care practice, yourself, and your
0: relationships. To get you started, we've got a free email course on our website, shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course, with practical steps on overcoming your fear and anxiety. Thank you for joining us on the Shrink Think Podcast. Welcome to the Shrink Think podcast. We are excited to break off this year with some fresh new content for you guys. Um, we are really excited about the direction that we're going in as a brand, as Shrinkthink, and we want to bring something to you today. This may seem like it's uh, kind of basic for a lot of you, but what we've been told from a lot of people and what we're trying to get down to is some of the basics, some of the fundamentals. And so we're gonna to start today talking about. What is your therapist? And then in the next episode, we'll talk about what is your therapist not? And so, what does that even mean? So, a lot of times when people go to therapy, they pick somebody out and they say, like, oh, I think this person can help me. They've got these credentials or they've got this skill set. Uh, maybe they've got some of this experience. And that's all great. You know, those things are really important. You want to make sure that the person that you're working with is knowledgeable and skilled in the areas that you need help with. But also, the person you're working with is a person. And so you need to make sure that (laughs) you need to make sure that you fit with them. And so we're not just talking about like, how, how do you know if you fit with someone? Um, Maybe that's for another episode. We could do that. But we want to talk about like, what is this therapist to you? You're going to go see this person. And it's not like everybody else in your life where it's like, you could just talk to your grandfather or your sister or, uh, somebody at your church or your coworker. <laughs> I'm sure some of that happens. Um, and some of that can certainly be helpful. But the reason that people seek out a professional is because we've got a particular set of skill and expertise, um, knowledge and also in uh, skill and, and wisdom in working, working with people. And we are in a unique position, not involved in your life the way everybody else is that makes us uniquely skilled to help you. So, with that, today we're going to be talking about what your therapist is and we'll try to avoid getting into what your therapist is not, although we'll probably have to touch on that a little bit. So, it's like impossible. I know, right. We'll 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 peek over the uh we'll peek over the fence to the neighbor's yard there a little bit, but we'll try to stay on our side. So, first of all, when it comes to therapy, Nathan, what's the first thing you might tell someone who, like Who is this therapist and what is the nature of this relationship? Yeah,
1: I was thinking about in grad school when you were talking, you know, we we are trained essentially to um, really understand where we are coming from. So in that same process taught about people and like common issues and like theories of how people change and theories about what's the health most helpful way and how how things came about in the first place. And so as a normal person, you're you're coming in to sit across from somebody who has essentially been forced to look look deeply at their life and their own relationships and go, wow, things were like, not as awesome as I thought, you know? (laughs) And then learn some stuff. And through that process, we kind of, we end up learning about the value of that knowledge. So as you come in as a client, We are trying to navigate the nuance of caring about you and then also knowing like things are probably not as awesome as you might even think they were. And you're talking to me about something that's totally, you know, you want some other goal that's going on. And what we are in that moment is a way for you to we're not just an echo chamber, right? We're not just like, oh, I'm going to go in there and I'm going to tell this person everything. They're just going to reflect it back, you know, and you know, to be honest, in the in the past, and this still happens, um, people will come in and say, well, I left my other therapist because they didn't talk. They like didn't say anything. They just basically say, how do you feel? And for that, for it, for some people that actually can help for a period of time. But at some point, you do have to give some feedback. And so as you're asking that, I was thinking, you know, what do we kind of do in that way?
0: Yeah. So I, I love that. I think one of the f- the very first things that you're touching on that we do here as therapists is we do listen, we understand, we care and we validate. So that's important because there has been a ton of research on the therapeutic relationship when that just means the relationship between the client and the therapist. It's a professional relationship that's that's therapeutic in nature. And the studies have shown and I know that you probably know the statistic on this. I always forget it. but it's something like eighty percent of, or eighty-five. <laughs> you're mouthing <laughs> me eighty-five. It was close, <laughs> um, but close only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades. So, eighty-five um, percent of the effectiveness in therapy is based on the therapeutic relationship. It's it's not necessarily like the strategy that you use, the intervention that you're taking, or whatever the tool that you're using. It's really the relationship. So it's really things like if you can care well, if you can listen and understand, reflect back, validate all those kind of like nonverbal and relational processing kinds of things with somebody. If you can do that well. Studies show that the person sitting across from you is going to get helped far better than somebody who's not doing that. It's like 80 percent of the entire process. So. We don't want to take it for granted that you do need somebody who's going to care, right? Obviously, if you're sitting across from somebody and they don't really care, they're just trying to rush you out, give you a pill or give you some quick advice. The The problem with that is that you're going to feel like, oh, this person doesn't care about me. Why should I listen to them? Why should I take their advice? Even if they gave me the exact right advice that I needed, I'm not going to hear it in a way that I can actually receive it. So that care and listening and reflecting really goes a long way for setting the stage to um, I guess eventually say some more challenging things that need to be received.
1: Yeah. And the other part, the example I was kind of put out there where people are showing up because their therapist wasn't saying anything. What's happening. I think on, in that space is that the client, you are coming in because you don't really trust that they know anything. So the knowledge does matter. I'm, I'm just pointing out the knowledge does matter. The 15% that you, they're trusting that you actually know what you're talking about as a therapist, but, but, um, and also that there needs to be interaction. So as a therapist, you're kind of constantly trying to balance how much you interact based on what the person needs. And this is where we peek over the other side because it's not about us. So As therapists. As as therapists, yeah. So basically, we're trying to figure out what's going to be the best thing to help you.
0: Yeah. when In in the very first session, when I'm working with new people, I will tell them this is a a therapeutic relationship. It's professional in nature. I'm going to do my best to try to um, understand you and understand what's going on for you. And so I may ask some questions, but I also want to um, give some feedback or reflect some things back to you and make sure that I understand and then in that second session, I always will ask people, how was that first session for you? Did you feel like that dynamic between us worked well? Like, did I listen enough? Did I talk too much? Because I want to make sure that I'm adjusting correctly. I mean, you know, to a degree, I can make some of those adjustments with people, but I'm trying to figure out like, what does the person need? Do they feel like I was really just monologuing too much when I was trying to explain something that they asked? Or was that really helpful where they're like, wow, I really didn't know that. And that really helped me. So that like dynamic that you're talking about in terms of like making adjustments for what people need is very individual.
1: Yeah, we want to help. You know, that's why you get in this profession and keep that in mind when you're sitting there with your person, because what that also means we we need some validation around that. And that doesn't mean we need your validation in the sense that.
0: Please help us feel good. Nathan, you're such a good therapist. Right. I love you so much. Although you can say that if you uh, <laughs> We will receive that. If we but are as, with a small gift.
1: <laughs> <laughs> with a small gift. Uh, car or boat. So, but um, <laughs> I mean, my validation is that we're kind of looking for the difference that we're making. So in order for that to happen, it's helpful for you to say, like, this is what. This is what I need. like we we know you want to say some of that stuff, but the truth is we also know that some of that is going to be guilt ridden. You don't really want to admit that like yeah it's true that basically I'm doing this behavior that nobody ever would think any human does, um, but I do it and you don't want to say that out loud um, or you like drinking for example is a good I mean <laughs> this is like taking a little bit of the uh, I don't know what it's called. Uh, like it doesn't really matter, but, but, uh, we basically double it. So if you tell us, Hey, uh, no, I only have two beers a night. We go, okay, you're having four, you know, like, <laughs> I, like not all the time, but if we know you're like, probably.
0: Or like, I, I have a glass of wine and I'm like, Hmm, like a nine ounce glass. <laughs> <laughs> right. So, so there's some
1: things that we try to try to kind of just know from our field when it comes to that kind of thing. But, Yes. Sometimes it's hard to say things we but I'm telling you right now, the more that we understand what's going on, we're trying to put ourselves in a position to affect change for you. And when that happens, it's exciting to us. Right. So we're like, yes, freaking killed it. And then we realize, oh, well, more they killed it. Like (laughs) they're the ones that did it.
0: Right. Because you you let us know what the need was and we just helped you to achieve that. I have a question in that I'll ask pretty regularly at the beginning of every session. If somebody's coming in, um, they don't. With some people, they they're they're self-led. You know, they'll they'll say, "Here's what I want to talk about today." Um, even in those cases, I'll still ask this question. But other people will come in. They're like, "I don't really know what to talk about. I'm just here for therapy, whatever." And that's fine. Um, and the question I'll ask is this: What do you need from today's session? Or what do you need in your life? today at this point this week or what do you need to like in your life at this point like you're this age you're going through this thing whatever it is what is it that you need and that question is i think essentially getting at what you're asking which is do you know what you need do you do you need validation for something are you going through a hard time like if you're grieving do you need to know that it will end do you need to know that All the work that you're doing, putting in uh, for your change is actually like going somewhere. Because sometimes when you're in it, you can't really see the change. You just are working, working, changing, changing. And you see your failures and your mistakes and how far you have to go. And you can lose sight of, man, is this even working? So asking that question can help you to see, yeah, you're doing great. Like, I've really noticed a change in you. Maybe that's what you need. So knowing what it is that you need and helping you to discover what you need is our job. That's something that we do, that we like doing, that's helpful to us because then we can give that to you and make that process more rewarding and, and effective for you.
1: Yes, and we can't um, make your, make this fullness of understanding in one session. Um, some people will come in and think that there's, I know there's some magic, I, the thing that um, this is, I guess, peeking over the eye a little bit to the other side, but that you're perfect. You know, like, Oh, as a therapist, you've got everything right. And that's why I'm coming to see you. So if I find out some mistake that's happened, mm, all your credibility has gone. It's over. And we're we're not like that. We're we're people and we're intending to try to help you and to be there with you. And so you can um, ask us things like, Hey, where do you see me in my process? We talked about stuff in the beginning and um, I'd, I don't really know where we're at. It's kind of another way to like from what you were saying earlier, as far as the change process and what we were talking about last week and then the last episode about understanding what you need to accept in this way, your therapist is trying to kind of have a plan in their mind. And sometimes they articulate it based on maybe how you're able to handle it. For example, like you come in and want this goal that you have you panic when you have certain situations happen you don't know what's going on and your your therapist basically realizes that well um it probably has to do with a traumatic situation in childhood that's currently not processed whatsoever people generally don't want to hear that and plus they think you you out there in the community typically think that's all we think about like so Probably you're not going to believe us because you're going to be thinking like, <laughs> like, oh, yeah, of course, it's in my childhood. Oh, Everything's in my childhood. So we have to, number one, not be addicted to the fact that we could be right. So we have to understand it. But we have to we have to basically share with you when you ask that question what we actually know. So we might share a hunch, um, but we'll probably be more specific to something that's a bit more current. Because in our minds, it's like we're trying to help you not push you backwards and and get it to where you're defensively never going to interact about this thing, whatever it happens to be. There's a lot of I mean, the more I'm thinking about it, I don't want to get in the weeds because there's a lot of complication with that. But know that we are here for you.
0: Yeah. And that that human element, I think, is is really, really important. Being removed from your life, not not actively involved in your life. You know, we're we're part of your family or your friend group or in your work community or whatever being that we're removed we have a lot of flexibility to say a lot of things that probably no other people can get away with saying um because we're just we're objective about it we don't really have any skin in the game we're just like i'm just giving this to you this is what i see and i i want to help you with it but that the two pieces i want to touch on in terms of the human element that you're talking about are yeah we have our own issues we have our own you know dynamics or whatever. Like that whole you go to grad school and then you're forced to look at your own stuff. That's true. But that's also really helpful because it means that the person that did the therapy in the room first was us. We've done our own therapy, which doesn't mean that we're perfect. It just means that we can see and have some awareness of our own issues, how that came to be and how that's impacting us today. And so we can bring that that awareness, that understanding of self, of how to see yourself that way. Maybe sometimes it's a little bit of like, well, here's what I've done about it, although we don't want to share too much of that because then it can become about the therapist. But um, understanding how humans develop and are impacted by things by first understanding ourselves helps us to be there really, truly for you. And then also the second piece about being human is I think that whole like bringing things up to people that you're talking about. Like sometimes you have to confront somebody with something that you're like, oh, I don't know how you're going to receive this. Or every time I start to try to talk about it, uh, the other person gets defensive or whatever. So we're human in the sense that we don't want you to hurt. We don't. We Sometimes I say things to people that are like, oh, this is going to be so painful to hear, but this is the right time. And I know you can receive it. But man, it hurts to tell you this. That's the human element. Like we don't get joy out of saying like, hey, I really think that this was your fault and you caused this, or, hey, I really think that you've got this issue and you're not willing to see it, or something like that. Um, that can be really painful because the implications of it feel really bad to you as a client. And we take that risk because we know we don't want you to keep doing that. You don't want you to keep doing that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> right. I think of, as you were saying that, Aaron, I thought of the, the human the human human enemy that's good <laughs> yes new word new class human enemy <laughs> 101 yeah. humanity um i there's been times when you uh, like have got out of a session that was hard because of the fact that the people were going through something really hard and you'd came in i mean i remember one time and i'm like outing you a little bit here but i think it's you like you were crying like you're like i need a minute i just need a minute can you talk to me for a minute And because we're I'm saying this to you guys because we're human, like this stuff stinks. I mean, like you are going through hard things that are hard and we are not simply just a tool like an empty suit over there that you just unload. And I'm not saying in this case, I'm not saying that you got unloaded on. I'm saying that like person was going through something hard and you empathized with it. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, the other side of the coin is confronting like you're saying. I can think of examples of like somebody. They were then a long time ago that I was working with and they want they were like, all they need to do is forgive me. Like this is a dad talking about the family. And we said, "Uh, no, that's not true. His dad was abusive. There is some domestic violence. And he essentially what he was saying when he was saying they need to forgive me is they just need to walk away from this. Forget this. It never happened. The reason why we have a problem in the family is because this person, these my family will just simply not let it go. And I I sat there and I go, no, that's not true. And then he would say it again. I mean, it's still not true. He'd say it again. I'd say, I don't know how long you want me to tell you this. It's just not going to be true no matter how many times you say this. And honestly, people, that sucks. If you were observing that, you would probably think, wow, like, he's just holding that line. But inside of me, it, it was hard.
0: That's the kind of session I know that you walk out of and you like, definitely like deflate. You're like, Oh, that was so hard. And like, I might even give you a hug after that one, right? Because it's, it's the kind of thing that like you did something that needed to happen that was very difficult and uncomfortable. um, But it was the right thing. And it took a toll on you as a person as a therapist. Yeah. And
1: you know, the things that go through our minds sometimes is what does the family need us to say? You know, like when it comes to the confrontation stuff, what is nobody willing to tell this person? Like, and we'll sit there and think, and it's it's not that that's a, an exact way of thinking. It's more when when a person when one of you says something, and then we think we have a thought immediately about it, and then think, I wonder how many other people have that same thought. Okay, I wonder how many people actually tell them, um, and so and that's kind of the value that we are to you is that we we are going to be the people, hopefully, that actually tell you. When nobody else is telling you, I and mean, a lot of times people go, really? Are you serious? Like, yeah, I get that. Like, well, thank you. Nobody said that to me before.
0: Or it's the kind of thing that um, sometimes when you say like, wow, you know what? Like a lot of people have said that to me, but they don't. It feels bad when they hear it from other people. So maybe they shut down or they walk away. But in this instance, you could say to your therapist, OK, like a lot of people have said that to me. Why is that? but what, what is it that I'm doing or what's it about me that causes people to see this or react in this way? And we're not gonna like be hurt or mean or angry with it. We wanna gently but truthfully help you to see what that might be, but to do that with you so that you can see something more clearly in yourself. And so in that sense, we might actually be able to give you more feedback or more reflection in a safer way than other people can give you.
1: It's it's about being able to actually not just have that be a statement and have it be over, right? So what we are as therapists to you is not simply just a tool. Um, We are a human being on the other side of the room, but we're a human that's all about you. And when we are literally in our minds trying to understand you and trying to understand you the way you understand you and as both as a realist, right? Like as Because we all kind of hope we are a certain way. And so in that way, we're trying to like honor that. But at the same time, be a realist with you,
0: right? And and so I guess what I would say on that, we've we've talked about this in previous uh, episodes, that we we want to be somebody who's safe for you, um, because we're trying to understand you and because we care about you. That means we're we're generally safe. Like you can share anything with us, and we're we're not going to judge you. We're not going to criticize you. We might give you some hard truth, but we want to walk through that with you. So what that means is if we can do that with you, that means you can tell us anything. That means you should tell us everything because we need all of that in order to see what's really going on. Like what all of that is so that we can just look at it together with you, empathize with you, cry over some things or get angry over some things together, but then also look at that and start to make some changes that are actually needed for you.
1: In closing, and I know that you don't mean this, but I know there's some people out there that because when you said should say everything to us, like, um, What that what I think Aaron means by that is just like us as therapists being in a place that you can say anything that you want. Like you can you can just put it all out there. And we want you to know that we are open to that. You know what, guys? You know, this is uh, I can't wait to do the other episode Uh, (laughs) because I was really trying hard not to do the knots, man. I tried so hard. So we hope that this has been helpful. And uh, we just thank you so much and uh, have a great day.
0: for listening to our show don't forget to head over to apple podcasts spotify stitcher or wherever you get your podcast to leave us a review and subscribe to our podcast so you never miss an episode you can also visit our website at www.shrinkthinkpodcast.com forward slash course and sign up for our free email course nine ways to overcome fear and self-doubt and you'll get nine weeks worth of customized, practical strategies you can use to get past the fear that's holding you back in your life. Thanks again for listening.